0: to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nakruma, the Senior Pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. We are thankful this afternoon, Lord for the opportunity you have given us to come before you to hear your word. Spirit of God, we ask that you fill me, lead me in the sharing of your word. Amen. We ask for a hunger and a thirst in our hearts for your presence. We ask, the Lord, that you send forth your word and let it accomplish the purpose for which you sent it. In the name of Jesus. Lord, you send your word and you heal your people Amen. as your word goes forth. I pray for everyone who is sick to be healed. Everyone who has any form of burden. Jesus. Anyone who has any form of heaviness. Lord, let the comfort of your spirit touch Amen. such a person Amen. as your word goes forth. Amen. Let it accomplish the purpose for which you send Jesus it. Name. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Please clap your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Amen. Preach, Pastor. And this afternoon or this I morning, remember. I am going to share with you from the book, Tell Me, by our father, our prophet, and our message is, you must be a soul winner because God has sent us to invite people to the Feast of the Lord. That is 108 in the book, Tell Me. So if you turn your books to page 88 on the hard copy, I have the hard copy. This is where I'm sharing from. Tell me. And it's number 108. Why you must be a soul winner. Why you must be a soul winner. And... The answer that we are giving here is you must be a soul winner because God has sent us to invite people to the feast of the Lord. Say, God has sent me. God has sent me. God has sent me. God has sent me. To invite people. To invite people. To the feast of the Lord. To the feast of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that is all. That is the message. Hmm. You are being sent. You understand? And when you are sent, you are, the, 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 the message ought to be delivered. Do you understand? Now, when the receiver of your message receives the message, your task has been accomplished. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes. You cannot affect the one that is receiving the message. Okay. You cannot you cannot force the one that is receiving the message to respond. Yeah. You say you are being sent to deliver a message. That is all you are being asked to do. Mm. And that is what we ought to seek to do. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So it is up to the one who gave you the message. Mm. If you deliver the exact message, then the message should have its effect. Wow. If the one who received the message values the message, the, the person who is sending the message, then the person will respond to the message. But mm-hmm. you are a messenger. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So turn with me to Luke chapter 14 and verse 15. We want to read this passage of scripture. Luke chapter 14 and verse 15. And we are reading all the way down to verse 23. And we'll be done with the service. Amen. Amen. Preach. It says, and when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Hmm. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidding, Come for all things are now ready. And they all, with one consent, began to make excuses. The first said unto him, listen, I want you to listen very carefully if you fall into any one of these categories. Mm. Okay? So he says, this man made a great feast and he has sent invitation. He Mm. bid many to come. And when the feast was ready, when the, everything was prepared, the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to bring them. He sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were invited or that were bidden to come. For all things are now ready. Mm. Okay, I have set the table, I have placed name tags on the tables where you, this one is going to sit, where that one is going to sit. Your place, the groups, I have arranged everything. The food is ready. The servants are ready. Go and call the guests to come in. And they all, with one consent, began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. Mercy. I pray thee, have me excused. Mm. You see, now I want you to remember that the invitation was sent in advance. And today is when the feast is. Okay. And the day of the feast, they are making excuses. Mercy. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Let's continue. He says, and another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. And I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. I have a business. I have hey, started this new job. I have started this new business. And I have to go. Please, I can't come. And another said, I have married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. Period. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded. And yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled hallelujah amen Amen. and the lord said unto the servants go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled Amen. amen amen so number one god is inviting you to come to him. God is inviting you to come to him. Now you'll see that throughout the Bible, God is inviting people to come to him. God is always inviting people to come to him. In Hosea 6 and verse 1, Hosea 6 verse 1, he says, come and let us return unto the Lord. For he hath torn and he will heal. Amen. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for He hath torn and He will heal us. Hmm. He had smitten and He will bind us up. Amen. You see, it is never the intention of God to be distant from us. Wow. It is never God's intention to be distant. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 59 and verse 2 that it is our iniquities, our sins. That have separated us from God. Hallelujah. Amen. It is our sins that have separated us. And the evil that we experience on earth is a result of our sins. Hmm. All the evils that we experience on earth is a result of our sins. The more we are separated from God, the more evil we experience. Hmm. We cannot experience evil in the presence of God. But as we sin, we get separated, and then evil fall on us. Now, in spite of all that, God is constantly making effort to bring us back to himself. Mm. God is always making effort to bring man back to himself. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. Now, this is a result of the great love that God has for us. It is because of this great love that he's constantly making the effort to bring us back to himself. Hallelujah. We We must trust the love of God. Amen. We must trust and see that his correcting hand, even as he chastises us, there's still love in it. So much love. So much love. Even as he corrects us, you see, it is a rebellious child who does not see the love of a parent in her or in his disciplined hand. Mm. It is only a rebellious child that says, my mother hates me, my father hates me, my mother abuses me, my father abuses me. But when you see the love of a parent in his or her discipline, you embrace it. Amen. And any child who has embraced the discipline of a parent and has not been rebellious has done well in life. Amen. Any child. True. I mean, most of you, you know, you are seen at your workplaces as disciplined, you know, uh, team players. You are respectful you are nice to work with you i mean you are hard working person you are this you are this it's because of the discipline that you, was meted out to you at home and schools and everywhere mm. that is what has made you who you are you are able to endure are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And some people, they are not, they, they, they are not even wanted. They, if they have a choice and will not be sort of discrimination and all kinds of things, some people will not be hired in a job because they are rebellious. You know, every form of discipline is seen as a rebellion, and, uh, as an attack, and people are rebellious. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So we must see the loving hand of God, even as he chastises it. God wants us, God needs us, God wants to draw us closer to him. In Revelations 3 and verse 19, he says, As many as I love, as many as I love, Revelations three nineteen. as many as I love, I rebuke and test mm-hmm. If God has left your life alone and he doesn't mind you like Satan, it doesn't mean that he loves you. If your parents oh, decide not to say anything about your life anymore, mercy. Or your pastor decides not to say anything about your life anymore, mm. don't say that you know everything is okay. That's a good life, mercy. He says, "As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten." Mm. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. And repent. Be zealous. Yeah. Even as you are being rebuked, be zealous and repent. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants us to come to him. God wants to come into the lives of all people. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Every single person. God wants to come into the life of every single person. No matter what you have done in life. No matter what sins you have committed, God is interested in coming into your life. And so he says in Revelation 3 and verse 20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. I stand at the door and knock. And not mm. some specific people, not special people. He says, I stand at the door and knock. If any man, anyone, any man mm. hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. Anyone, if only you will hear and you will hearken, you will hear the knocking of God as God, the word of God is preached. If you can only hear that God is knocking, he says, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. That is the heart of God. Amen. Amen. And we must tell people about this great news. We must share this good news with people. There are many people who are not aware of the ever ready and welcoming hand of God. God. They are not aware. They are not aware that for what they have done, God is welcoming them. You know, many people don't think that they are fit to come to God. True. But you and I must share with them that God's love is to persist whatever sin they have committed. Amen. No matter what sin a person has committed. Committed. God's love supersedes that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Never feel that you are falling short, that you can't come to God at all. Never feel like that. Never feel like that. No matter what sin you have committed, no matter what you have done, no matter what you have said, no matter what you have touched, No matter how many lies you have have told, no matter how many times you have committed fornication, adultery, how many times you have stolen, how many things you have stolen, no matter what sin you have committed, God loves to perceive every sin that you have committed. And he's ready and his hand is outstretched to embrace you. To embrace you. You'll be amazed to know the love of God. You'll be amazed if only you will turn to God and come back. You'll be amazed to know that God loves you more than you have thought about. Mm. You are preaching. You know, you don't know. You don't know the love of God. You don't know the love of God. True. Amen. 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 you God will give his only son to die for you. Can you imagine the kind of love he has for us? Greater love. Greater love. There is no love that can be compared. You see, a a lot of times, we compare the love of God to the love of man. (laughs) And we can't fathom how great the love of God is. Amen. Amen. So tell people, tell them that God loves them. Tell them that God loves them. His love for us is great. Amen. Amen. His love for you is great. God loves you. I don't qualify. You don't qualify Mm. for what we have done. But the love of God is so great. It's so great. Hallelujah. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 33 and verse 11. He said, say unto them. Say unto them. Ezekiel 33 and verse 11. He said, say unto them. As I live, saith the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Mm. I don't take pleasure. When an evil person, when a sinner dies, I don't take pleasure in it. He says, I have no pleasure. When you hear of an unbeliever who has died, see that God is very sad. God is mm. very sad. You know, one of the things that troubles me a lot at the hospital is dying people. Whenever someone is dying and the person is on a ventilator and the person cannot talk, the person is sedated, the person has no mental status and the person cannot convert. I ask, is this person dying in a sin? And you see that God has no pleasure. He says, as, as, as I live, as I live and God ever lives, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. But that the wicked turn from his way and live. Amen. Amen. Turn ye. Turn ye from your evil ways. Turn ye. Turn ye from your evil ways. For why will ye die? Oh, house of Israel. Why will you die in your sins? Hmm. God wants us to tell the people. Say, Say unto them. That I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Little things and little excuses Mm. keep people away from God. Preach. Little things and little Mm. excuses keep people away from God. You see, if people know about hell and what it means to spend eternity in hell, they will not give certain excuses. True. Oh, you don't understand what I said? I do. If people know about hell and what it means to go to hell, certain excuses will not be given to refuse God. True. They will not let flimsy excuses stand before them and God. You see, it's like poverty and laziness. (laughs) You see, if you knew that your laziness comes with such a great price as poverty, you will rise up and overcome laziness. True. I'm sharing with you. Yeah, you are teaching. If you knew that just your laziness as a result of that will come poverty, you will rise up and overcome laziness because Preach. you don't like poverty, Whoa. and it's a terrible thing to be poor and lack and not have is a terrible thing. You are preaching. Unless, of course, you don't understand what it means to be poor. You maybe you have you have never <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know what Brank it means. To be poor. I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Brank poverty Brank is a terrible thing. So if people knew or understood that laziness, sheer laziness can lead to poverty, they'll rise up and overcome Brank poverty. poverty through, by overcoming laziness. Mm. If you want to do well, you have to work hard. God will bless the works of your hand, but you can't sleep. Proverbs 24 and verse 33. Proverbs 24 and verse 33 and 34. He says, yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come. As one that travaileth, and I want as an armed man. Forgive. If you knew this, that poverty, little sleep, those of you who love sleep, you know, <laughs> and you are gone. <laughs> it takes, it takes alarm that is cranking high to wake you up. Mercy, mercy. The sleep of a lazy man. There are some people, the way they <laughs> sleep is amazing. You know, you just turn to them and say something and before you can walk to the door, <laughs> <laughs> how can you sleep like that? Who is that? <laughs> I saw the, the head will not touch the pillow and they are gone. <laughs> and it's not easy to wake such people up. Oh, yeah, Sometimes you have to pour water on them to wake <laughs> And stand them up. If you knew that a little slumber, a little sleep brings poverty, you will rise up. You will set three alarms <laughs> to wake you up. You yes. know that this sleep can bring poverty on you. True, so true. If you knew about Hell. If people understood what hell means, they will not give flimsy excuses, little little excuses that keep them away from God. Wow! Is what I'm sharing with you? Yeah, you are preaching. Uh, you are preaching. And wow. we need to talk to people about hell. We need to show people what the Bible says about hell. hell. You know, mm-hmm. what, at, last night I was looking at video. I mean, photographs of hell. You know. And I look and I, I never want to be in this place. Never mm-hmm. want. I was, I was beginning to be afraid. Hey. I mean, way, I'm yeah. sharing with you. I, there was one photograph that I saw that they have thrown men and women, naked men and women. They yeah. <laughs> were not taking note of the women that you were naked. <laughs> they were not even seen. Man let go out. Women. and the women were not seeing the man's muscles and projects. they couldn't see. <laughs> the focus is different. <laughs> focus different so if agenda. Were to know about hell. Mm. They will not give flimsy skills mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three, your land, your mm. property, and your business must mm. keep you. Away from God. Amen. Your land. Your property. And your business. Must not keep you away from God. Amen. Luke chapter 21 and verse 34. It says. And take heed to yourselves. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with Mm -hmm. surfeiting. And drunkenness, mm. and cares of this life, and so that and so that day come upon you unawares. Mm. He said, "Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting. Surfeiting means excessive consumption of food. Mm-hmm. Excessive consumption of something that you consume is so much that even when you see that thing, it makes you nauseous. It's nauseating." <laughs> It's like you are you 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 are overfilled. Yes, <laughs> over, your heart be overcharged with surfeiting mm-hmm. and drunkenness mm. and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. Mercy, Jesus is saying that our hearts can be totally indulged in excessive eating and drinking, mm. and Worrying about the case of this life, our hearts can be overtaken by the case of this life, such as work, such as school, such as Mm. money, such Mm. as houses, such Mm. as clothes, such as Mm. cars. What else? Everything else that is in the world that we care about, that our heart be overcome by these things. That you can be so busy. About these things that you can actually neglect the things of God, you can be so busy about these things they can overtake you. I am not writing the Bible; Jesus is saying that you ought to be you ought to be careful. Be careful now that these things can overtake you, that you come to a stage where you don't care about the things of God anymore. Mm. Your children. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Your yes. rest, your comfort, your sleep, they matter to you so much. You know, that's such as sometimes, even when we send you the message that you know, join the Zoom, you get angry and you insult these people, they don't think we have anything else to do in life. This is <laughs> you no see, thanks. As you see the WhatsApp, you delete it like with <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> See, you think we don't know? All right. Holy Spirit is the, revealing then your then. heart. You, you—the comment that you make—is ah, this is. about this? That's all we ah. yeah. like, Then you turn, even you turn off your phone. Not yeah. put your silence You turn off your phone and go to sleep. You say, "Who are these people?" That message yeah. will not come. Nobody will even call you yeah. or text you to come on. The WhatsApp is muted for the for the rest of the year. Mm. You see, you see, the cares of this world, the cares mm. of this world, that you can be so busy about these things that mm. you can actually neglect the things of God. You are preaching. And you say to yourself that I shall pick it up again when I am back to school. I shall hey. pick it up when I'm done paying off my loan. I hey. shall pick it up when I'm done buying a house. I hey. shall pick it up when I'm done having my children. When yeah. my children are grown, I shall yeah. pick it up when I'm done with this program. I'm, I shall pick it up when I'm done. with. It's just for this period. I am, When I'm done, I will come back. But Jesus is saying, watch out. Because yes. that day of his coming will come upon you unawares." Mm. When you are just waiting to pick it up, it shall come upon you. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So, even your family must not keep you away from God. Mm. Even your family must not keep you away from God. Amen. Now I know that your family is very important to you. Are you understanding? And God encourages us in the scriptures that we should care about our family. True. But when it comes to God, when it comes to you and God, Mm. Your family must not keep you away from God. Yeah, Luke chapter fourteen and verse twenty-six. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? Yes, right. preaching good. Luke fourteen and verse twenty-six. It says, "If any man come to me, and hate mm. not his father, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and mm. sisters, yea." And his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Mm. Wow. Wow. Profundus. So, your father, your mother, your children, your brethren, and your sisters, they cannot come before you, between you and God. Mm. And even your own life, your own sleep, (laughs) sleep, your sleep, your sleep, your your own comfort. He says, if you don't hate that, this sleep that is so important to you, if you don't begin to hate it in relation to God, your own enjoyment, your own comfort, your own eight hours of rest and sleep. <laughs> it, that as you are going to bed to sleep for eight hours, you should hate it if it doesn't come like that. He says, preach on not fit to be his disciple. Hey, some people they zoom they come and they come and then the zoom begins. yesterday we were on the shepherd's meeting and i see somebody's zoom it comes it comes and then it goes and then it takes your face half face half face half face and then one eye one eye one eye <laughs> and then it takes the other eye and the forehead and the head and then the ceiling hey hey it's like you are winning a child of breast milk. You are winning. Diminishing <laughs> <means> view. <laughs> it's amazing. May the Lord help us. Amen. But the interesting thing, as I was laughing, the interesting thing that I, I said to myself is that. Funny thing is that the Lord is in there with her and the Lord is seeing all of that. Oh, it's <laughs> a no hair <laughs> So one day, God is going to smack somebody's screen. <laughs> there. And I believe you'll be afraid. You will always turn it on. I believe that if you did that and you see that your screen is cracked and your phone or your device is in form, you will never do that thing again. You see, that is why many people are, afraid of the occult, the fetish freaks. because for them <laughs> you do, you do, right there, you right <laughs> there, so people are afraid they say bring this and quickly you are bringing it quickly, because the effect is right there, you do, you do, you get <laughs> my God is so merciful, yes. Because, yes. merciful. God is merciful <laughs> you do, you get <laughs> instantaneous Luke chapter 9 and verse 59 Luke chapter 9 and verse 59 and he said unto another follow me but he said Lord suffer me first to go and bury my father Jesus said unto him let the dead bury their dead But go down and preach the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You see, you see, you see, this person, the Bible says, Jesus said to another, This is Jesus. Jesus said, Follow me. And the person said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Mm. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead. Now that tells me, I mean, I don't know how dead can bury the dead, but that tells me that anyone who Christ calls to follow and Mm. don't follow, you are a dead person. person. Mm. And you leave the dead to bury the dead. That means if you are not following Christ, you are dead. You ask for you, follow me and leave them. The ones that are not following me, let the dead bury their dead. Mm, in him we have life. Wow. But go thou and do what? Preach the kingdom of God. God. Mm. As for you, go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Mm. You see, sometimes we feel that certain things are so important. Mm. Certain things are so life, I mean, related and so important that if we leave the work of God to do them, God understands. I you do understand what thing. I'm saying with you? Yes. Give the wow. to ourselves. And mm. we but God understands. God understands that my father is dead. I have to go and bury him. Mm. It is these pastors who don't understand. You know, they don't understand that we have lives to live besides church we have rent to pay pay. they don't understand that we have jobs we have to sleep Mm. and go to work they don't Mm. understand, it is these pastors but you see, this is Jesus when the guy gave the excuse he was expecting the Lord oh, your father is dead go bury him come, let me pray for you and then go and bury your father and just be with you but he says, you follow me let the dead bury the dead Mm. And then Luke 9:61. He says, and another said, Luke 9, verse 61, 61. And another said also, Lord, I will follow thee. You see, mm. a lot of us, many of us. I will. Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, farewell. Which are at home at my house. <laughs> Let me first go bid them farewell. Let me go and put things in order. Let me make sure that they are being taken care of. Let me make sure before I, let me say bye-bye properly, show them my account, show them my, this, how they should eat. Let me go and take care of these things, put things in order. And then I will come. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of god that is deep wow. beloved that is deep. if you put your hand in the in the, uh, to the plow and now you tend to look back the bible says you're not fit for the kingdom of god i think that is deep i want you to ponder over it hallelujah you're almost done number five There are many points, but I can't go through all of them. I'm giving you some five or six points and we are done. Number five. Unfortunately, many reject the great invitation. Therefore, poor and unfortunate people will fill their places in heaven. Wow. Unfortunately, many reject the great invitation. Therefore, poor and unfortunate people will fill the places in heaven Preach. and we see that especially in this country mm. that many reject the invitation many reject mm. the invitation mm. and that is why poor and unfortunate people are the ones who will take the places in heaven many people who do well in life they reject the great invitation mm. Many people who are prosperous, they reject the great invitation. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we welcome the invitation, we embrace the invitation until we prosper and reject the invitation. You are preaching. When we have a good job, then we reject the invitation. When we have a good marriage, when we have food to eat and we have houses to live in, then we reject the invitation. When we have property to take care of, mm. when we have a wife that we love, hey. but when we have a wife that is a Canton Cross wife, you will not be wife. That's why the example is where he says, I have married a wife. Now, of course, hey. a wife that you have married just now is always a loving wife. You <laughs> a of time where well, the wife will drive you back to them <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> thirty three and verse nine. thirty three and verse nine. He says, Nevertheless, if thou want the wicked of his way to turn to turn from it, if thou want the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. Mm. but thou has delivered Delivered thyself amen amen Amen. so you see in the story of the great invitation that we read in Luke chapter 14 the privileged ones who were invited did not come Mm. the special ones who received the invitation they did not show up can you believe it They they, they they were in mind of the master the master had them in mind. Mm. And he sent them special invitation. They were the privilege in his class. qualified, mm. And he yeah, sent them special invitation. But you realize that each one of them had some prosperity or had something that has lifted their lives up or something that was made, had made them better in life. And for that reason, they rejected mm. invitation. See. This one has... Oxens, business to take care of this one has bought a piece of land today you've bought a piece of land so you cannot come hey. this one has married a wife a new wife <laughs> so you see they all had excuses for not coming therefore the master of the house turned to the poor turned to the lame and the blind and the wayside residents He turned to them and they took the places of these people in the banquet. They came, Mm. the name tax where they say, sit there, you sit here. This person's name, this person's name, you sit there. They took the places of those who were specially invited. Mm. And so you have a duty to share the gospel to everyone you possibly can. Amen. You are sent to invite everyone that you possibly can, whether they will receive it or not. that is not your problem. You have wow. a duty to share the yeah. gospel with everyone that you possibly can mm. you know? wow. we are preaching good. preaching good. Don't go with people, don't be around people and you talk about everything else but you don't share the kingdom of heaven with them. Beloved, on the day of judgment, if you see these people in hell, you will never be happy. You will never be happy. And you see, you have a duty to share the gospel to everyone. And you shall deliver your soul. So your salvation is not just receiving Christ and continue to come to church. You must warn the wicked of his wicked ways. And the Bible says, by so doing, you deliver your soul. And I've realized that people who share the gospel, they are the ones who are always with Christ. They are the ones who are always mm. active. People, churches, where the gospel is preached and shared, is the church that is always with God. And I will be with you. A Christian who is always sharing the gospel, giving tracts, always having some trucks in his pocket always meeting someone and sharing some something with a person he sits with this coworker worker and then he's mentioning christ brother do you know about jesus christ he's working with someone and he wants to share christ such people they are always with christ and such people are the ones who deliver their souls amen amen have you not amen. realized how you easily backslide because you don't share the gospel Have you not realized how you easily tell a lie because you don't share the gospel? How we even have to twin you and twine you and turn you before you even do something for God is because Mm. you don't share the gospel. But we have a duty to share the gospel with everyone and it is not our responsibility that they respond. We have a duty to to share and once you have shared, you have delivered your soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your mothers, your fathers, your uncles, your cousins. You have many family members who are not born again. Hmm. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes sir. Share the gospel with them. And the last one for today. It is dangerous. It is a dangerous mistake to reject the invitation and the love of God. Hmm. It is a dangerous mistake Mm. to reject the invitation and the love of God. Hebrews 2 and verse 3. Hebrews 2 and verse 3. It says, how shall we escape? Mm. We neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard them. How great. How shall we escape? How shall we escape this great salvation if we neglect it? How shall we escape? It is so great salvation. How shall we escape if we neglect it? You see, it may look and sound like a fairy tale. But it is a great salvation. It may sound like a fairy tale. Mm. And on that day, you will be shocked. On that day, many will be shocked. Mm. You know, Jesus says that it's, it will be like the days of Noah. Many will be shocked. We will be in our mood, partying and dancing, running to catch the train to go to hey. work. Hey. Some some of us will be arguing for pay raise. <laughs> are you understanding what i'm sharing with you yes sir some people will be in the middle of fornication and your mind is that as soon as you're done you ask for forgiveness <laughs> you fail, and then you ask for forgiveness in the middle <laughs> you are caught red in the <laughs> are you understanding what i'm sharing with you yes. some people will be caught in the middle of insulting a pastor Hey, <laughs> some people will be caught in the middle of deleting the floor prayer meeting from the WhatsApp. <laughs> and the thing in your hand is going like this. You know, I mean, if we don't know when it will happen, it can happen at the time that you are deleting that meeting. <laughs> it can happen at the time that your ceiling, the, 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 the video is going up, 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 up. and as, soon as you hit the ceiling and you fall asleep, then it comes. Silly, in fact. <laughs> I tell you, you know, and we think that these are fairy tales. As we are sharing like this, that is how it was with Noah. Mm. He thought he was mad. That is why messages like this are not popular messages in churches, because people don't like to hear them. But heaven and hell are real places. They are real places. There is a lake of fire where the worms do not burn, do not die, and you'll be in a fire and you will not die. I mean, why would you want to be there? Even if it's a fairy tale, would you want to be in a story like this? That is not a fairy tale. It is great salvation. It is a great salvation. You will be so glad, beloved. You will be so glad on that day that you are saved. You will be so glad. Amen. And for some of us, it will be a very narrow escape. Such as hearing the message today and say, "I repent." Amen. For some of us, it will be a narrow escape, and you will be you will thank God that today you were in church and you heard this message. Amen. I'm telling you. You see. It it sounds like that. But I'm telling you, a lot of you will be so glad you are safe. You'll be so happy that you are safe. I think some of the things that will make us sad is when we think about all the people that we could have brought with us that we did not. Mm. Mm. That is one thing that I think will make us sad. Especially we will know about hell. I'm not sure how, you know, I wonder how, you know, I would think of it. That they said in heaven... There is no sorrow, you know, no crying, you know, but are we going to have the memory of all the people that we didn't witness that, and we are going to have memory of hell? I don't know. I don't know that we will rise up every day in our mansions and having a feast and enjoying, and we think of our friends, sometimes we are sitting because the Bible says there will be a husband and wife, and one will be taken, and one, hey! You know, sometimes I wonder how it will be if all this memory will be wiped away. Kofi, mm. you and Sheila, you make it. all. you both you make it. Mm. I don't know who is going to leave one, but Sheila <laughs> is not staying. <laughs> He's not remaining. So, but you have to force mm. the Bashirus. You both have to make it. Mm. Doris, Donko, and David, Donko. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, when I think about these things, not for my wife, I'm telling her, Trial, because me, I'm, <laughs> probably, I'm, I'm not letting these church members stop me. You no, know, and that's what you should, don't let anything stop you. Not work, mm. not money, not houses, not cars. Don't let anything stop you. Nothing. Don't let the wrap up of the satanic voices that are here upon the earth today. Don't let it stop you. Don't let not these good videos stop you. Don't let WhatsApp messages stop you. Don't let anything stop you. You'll be so mm. glad. You'll be so glad that you made it. You'll mm. be so glad. You gotta make heaven. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, those who are not saved, the Bible says, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know, gnashing of teeth means that "Mm, mm," they told me "Mm." Mm. there will be weeping and gnashing. Mm. Why did I not listen? Mm. Why did I not listen? I heard it many times. I was in I the church. So I've been in a church since this time. Hey. And I never truly gave my life to Christ. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And finally, Hebrews 12 25. Hebrews 12 25. So he says, C25. Hebrews twelve twenty-five see that ye refuse not him that speaketh mm. for if they escape not who refuse him that spake on earth much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven uh, see uh, he refuse not him that speaketh mm. yeah. says if you hear his voice today harden not your heart yeah. Pardon of, of your heart. Let us share the gospel. Let Amen. us go out. Whoever we meet, let us tell the person about Christ. Amen. The Bible says it's a fearful thing, a dangerous mm. thing. Mm. We don't want to fall into the hands of the mighty God. Mm. His judgment mm. is brutal and serious. Let us serve God. From our hearts. Put your hands together for the Lord. I want you to pray for just a few minutes. Just pray. Just pray. But no matter what, no matter what, the Lord will help you to make it to the end. The Lord will help you to make it to the end. Pray. Pray. That you will never go to hell. Pray. Lord help me. Whatever he it takes, whatever I ask, that I will not, not go to hell. Pray, 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 and pray for everyone that is in your life. Everyone that you know, pray about one way or the other, and in the name of Jesus. Everyone that you know, everyone that you take to, us. everyone that you relate to this, in any form or shape. Lord, to help us, Lord. And I pray that the Lord will give you the boldness to witness, the boldness to send the message, the great message of salvation. Good news you Pray for that boldness. Pray. pray Thank you. Now, with all eyes closed every head bow. I want to pray for anyone who is here. You have heard me this afternoon, and you want to give your life to Christ. You are saying, Pastor, I do not want to go to hell. I am not sure, even if the first time I did it right, but I want to do it again. I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. I do not want to go to hell. If that is you, you want to receive Christ As your Lord and as your Savior. You want to receive this great salvation. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are. I want to pray with you. So if that is you. Just put your hand on your heart. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I cherish your love. I cherish your love. I embrace your love. I embrace your love, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. I have heard your voice. I have heard your voice. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. My heart, come into my life. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my Master. Be my, master. Be my Savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today for saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Shona. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823 84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.